0: welcome in everybody to betting pros it's time to place your bets it is me joey p joe p is a p and it's time to talk dfs for divisional round of the nfl playoffs don't forget you can optimize 150 lineups over slash optimizer today you can play around with the optimizer all day long all weekend long and then upload your lineups directly to FanDuel and dk sounds pretty good to me and don't forget to make sure you're downloading the betting pros app And for iOS members, you get three free days of premium when you do. D-Bro, Derek Brown, the King of Bros, and I are going to break down the four-game slate for this weekend. We're going to start with the Baltimore Ravens. The total for this game is 43.5. They're hosting the Houston Texans. So, D-Bro, Baltimore coming off the bye. Houston coming off a huge win at home. So, what are the big pieces, the little pieces that you like in this game you want to try to jimmy into
1: some lineups? Both quarterbacks are firmly in play in this game, Joe, and, I, and I'm going to bring up C.J. Stroud particularly because everybody's going to play Lamar Jackson. I'm totally right. with it. You could throw on Houston. We've seen that in a number of weeks, but I want to spend some time on C.J. Stroud here, man. I think people are going to shy it away because they see Baltimore and see the past defense and say, OK, we don't need to play him. We're going to shy away. We're not going that way. And while. The Ravens' secondary has been good since week 14, allowing the 12th lowest yards per attempt, sixth lowest passer rating. They've also given up volume, man. In that same span, seventh most passing yards per game allowed, 12th most passing touchdowns. So they have shown some give. And C.J. Stroud just took apart one of the best defenses in the NFL last round of playoffs. Can he not do that again? So I'm on for uh, playing C.J. Stroud. Again, Lamar is in play. Uh, If you're looking at running back plays, the only guy out of this game I'm going to go with is Devin Singletary. Again, he is still too cheap for the role that he's had. I mean, we're talking about a guy that since uh, in four of his last five games, he's played 62% or higher of the snaps. Averaging in those four games, 22.5 touches. I've talked about it in a number of weeks. You can run on Baltimore. So Devin Singletary is one of my favorite running back plays of the slate. Into the pass game options, man. Look, if you're playing Stroud, if you're not playing Stroud, we know where the volume goes in Houston right now, and it is all day, all the time. Nico Collins, mm-hmm. he is absorbing a monster target share since week sixteen. Thirty percent target share, forty-five point two percent of the air yards for Houston, and, and a whopping this this number blew my mind when I wrote this over the primer, Joe. Forty-nine percent of the team's receiving yards, dude. Like he is their passing attack. Yeah. So whether you'd play Stroud or you don't, he is a fantastic play on the entire slate. Uh, but continue to move down the, the, the trough here. If you're playing Lamar, it's Zay Flowers or Odell Beckham. And Odell Beckham's the guy that I really want to talk about here because he's the guy that's destroyed too high coverage, which since week 14, Houston has utilized two high at the third highest rate in the NFL weeks one through 17. Beckham ranked second behind only Mark Andrews on the team in target per route run and yards per route run against Too High while also having a 30.7% air yard share. So, what we've seen out of Odell Beckham, we've seen spike games. We've seen some games where he plays 30% of the, uh, the snaps. It's go time, baby. Like, it is playoffs. It's win or freaking go home. So, if Beckham is your best guy against Too High, assuming, okay, maybe Mark Andrews plays and he's in play if he does. Then Beckham should be the next guy that you're looking to plug in if you're playing on the two gamer or the four gamer and you're playing Lamar Jackson. But moving over to tight ends, if Mark Andrews plays, he's in play. Just simple as that. Now, how much you want to get cute or you want to play him, that's up for debate because there's a lot of really good tight ends on this slate, and Dalton Schultz is one of them. Baltimore, yes, their pass defense has been good, but since week 10, they've allowed the fourth most receiving yards and the sixth highest yards per reception to tight ends. So, Whether or not you're playing C.J. Stroud, Schultz
0: is firmly in play. All right, let's move on to the next game here. Green Bay traveling to San Francisco, another big spread here, and also a big total, 50, 50 and a half. This is the range you're getting right now on betting pros. So obviously the San Francisco pieces are very expensive. Uh, Just wrapped up a show in the props where Welsh made a lot of good points about Brandon Ayuk. Is that a guy you're feeling this one? And also, uh, is this a game you want to run back because it's got a high total? Can it exceed the high number of 50 already i don't know if it's gonna get above
1: 50 and that's only because of the pace because both of these offenses run extremely slow but is there going to be a lot of scoring in this game i do believe that and then so for me if you're not getting contrarian and playing cj stroud the other guy you could play is jordan love how many good defenses do we need to see him carve up to understand that jordan love is the real deal like he is playing out of his freaking mind and as good as San Francisco's pass defense has been since week nine, they're also giving up a lot of production to play action passing, which again, since week nine, Love has the third most play action dropbacks in the NFL over that stretch. Well, actually over the last six games, excuse me. San Francisco has allowed the third highest charts per attempt and pass rating and the fourth highest CPOE to play action passes. So Jordan Love, if he has a good day, That is going to be a huge part of it. And Brock Purdy's in play. He's in play. He's been in play every single freaking week of the regular season. Of course, he's in play here. Green Bay's pass defense has been struggling. But moving on, uh, both the running backs in this game are firmly in play as well. We saw Aaron Jones just blow up. He is fully healthy at the right time of the season. And if you look at what San Francisco has done, they've had times this season where They've been a really, really good run defense, and we shy away and say, oh, no, no. And there's been other times where it's, we need to play running backs against them because they're contrarian plays, and this run defense is overrated. And if you look since week 13, that's firmly the the spot for San Francisco. They allowed the sixth highest explosive run rate, and the, the... Highest yards per carry to zone runs, five point zero six yards per carry to zone runs, which comprise sixty two percent of Jones's volume. I mean, I don't need anybody; I don't have to really like go through a long spiel to tell you to play CMC. I mean, play him, don't play him.
0: Is, is he good? I points? never, I'm never sure. Is that Christian? Well, I guess it, here's the question. The question is this: You know, we haven't seen him. You know, he did get hurt. It's been a couple of weeks now. So, is there anything to fading him at the high cost with that uncertainty? Or you think? maybe that's opportunity because too many people might do that because of the high salary and the recent injury. I think. Cause, cause it's full, an important, I think it's a good question to ask ourselves here this weekend. Yeah, it is.
1: And and I think to fully fade CMC is reckless. What I think you need to do with your builds is getting some exposure to CMC. And I, and if you're running one team and you want to fade him, I'm, I'm totally fine with that because he's probably going to be extremely popular. Like he's probably, On a four-gamer, I would say he's going to end up somewhere around 50 55%. And is that extreme, uber-ridiculous chalk? No, he won't get to that spot because of the price tag. But if you're looking at, is he going to be a popular play? Is there leverage to be had by fading him? Because if he scores 22 or 25 points, if you can get that out of Aaron Jones or Devin Singletary or somebody else, then the fade call for him is right. So I think it depends on how you're building your lineups. And if you're not playing CMC then you need to get another 49er into your lineups because we we know that they are going to score points, Joe. If they don't go all to CMC, somebody else is going to benefit. And so uh, unlike Welsh, my favorite 49er this week is Debo Samuel. I love Debo Samuel. And this all comes back to you and I have talked about this a ton this year. And it is Debo Samuel versus too high always. And you have a Green Bay Packers pass defense that since week 17 has the fourth highest rate of too high. Now, since week 11, and we're talking about a sample where Debo, Kittle, and Ayuk have all been on the field, Debo has crushed against too high. We're talking about a guy who has a 27% target share, 38% first read share. So while Brandon Ayuk is in play because he's very good against too high as well, he has not been the preferred option for San Francisco against too high. That's Debo. So... On the San Francisco side, I mean, it's Debo's in play. Ayuk is in play. I love George Kittle uh, out of this game because, again, Green Bay has given up a ton of production to tight ends. On the Green Bay side, it's dicey, man. So, like, I, I like Well, Antonio yeah, especially Dobbs. after the
0: Dobbs game last week. I think everybody runs to him, whereas yep. I think you run back to Jaden Reed and try to go the other direction. So, I'm if I'm kinda... San friend, that's my game plan. I'm like, okay. Well, Dobbs was the guy last week. We can't let that happen to us again.
1: That's true. Uh, Now, if you look at their usage throughout the season and as well as last week, the problem with which Green Bay wide receiver do I play is the problem is that like they run a committee and most of these guys are not full time players. So like Dobbs had the ceiling game last week. I'm in on Dobbs again. Well, I'll, I'll correct myself. I was not in on Dobbs last week. I am this week. Looking at, he's the only guy in that entire wide receiver room that had over a 53% route run rate last week. Everybody else was below that. And part of that, you could say there's a little bit of noise because of the blowout aspect of that game, which is true, but Dobbs was still their only full-time guy. So he's firmly in play, especially if you look at what he's done versus cover three, cover four, which since week 14, San Francisco is running on 54% of their snaps he leads the team with a 25% target per route run rate and six end zone targets against Oak's two coverage types. So if you're playing Dobbs, I mean, if you're playing love Dobbs is my favorite stacking partner. And again, if you want to get contrarian and either you're double stacking him or you want the leverage, then yes, I'm, I'm with you. I think that you go back to Jay and Reed because again, he's been really good against cover three, cover four, 23% target per route run rate, 2.0 yards per route run. So I think there's been a lot of points in this game. There are ways to be different. One is fading CMC playing Debo over
0: Iuk, or playing George Kittle over all of them this week. Don't forget, everybody, Chris Welsh and Scott Bachman will be live on the Betting Pros YouTube channel Sunday afternoon at 2.45 p.m. Eastern for the divisional round matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions. We'll be showcasing live bets for every drive with Locker an interactive NFL experience that puts you right at the heart of the NFL action. As you watch live games, make predictions on upcoming offensive drives, and make money quickly. It's simple, it's fun, and rewards your sports savvy with real cash. They have an offer going on right now where you can compete against our top analysts for a chance to grab a share of $5,000 in prizes. Don't just watch the game. Be part of it with Locker. Download the app now from the link in the description. Be there for every thrilling play and turn your predictions into profit with Locker, where the fans get off the bench and into the game. All right, next one here on the slate, we've got the Detroit Lions and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 48.5 48 and a half is the total for this one. Amon Ross St. Brown might be the easiest play in cash. It could be 75, 80% rostered in a cash game scenario. It's not going to matter to me um, because he's just so solid there. And look, these are two secondaries that have struggled. So this seems like a, an over to me. And it seems like another game to cherry pick some pieces. So Amon Ross St. Brown aside, cause that's an easy one. Who else between Tampa and Detroit is appealing to you? So I'll say this
1: on these short slates. You have to make stances. You have to, say, okay, because you can't play everybody. Even if you're playing one fifties, you can't play everybody. So you need to make stances. One of my stances of this slate, I'm full fading both of these backfields. I, you have two top tier run defenses. I mean, legit since week 14, Detroit's allowing the fewest rushing yards per game. Tampa's right behind them at number two. So forget all the running backs in this game. I'm, I'm not on any of them. Um, I love this slate because all, there's so many quarterback options to go with Joey and so many high totals. That yes, Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff are firmly in play. Both of these are pass funnel defenses. Again, if I'm fading the running backs in a game where there's a 48 and a half total, then we got to pick some parts or pieces. I think both of these teams get there this week as far as scoring points through the air. So Mayfield and Jared Goff are firmly in play. You talked about Amon Ra; he's a smash play. The other guy in this game, if you're not playing Amon Ra, you need to play Mike Evans and. I'm curious where he comes in as far as like how popular he is. Probably not very popular. One, he's coming off the game that really he let a lot of people down, myself including. If I would have played Devonta Smith and Cade Otten over Mike Evans and Dallas Goddard last week, we'd be having a very different conversation because I would have been a lot, a lot richer. But didn't happen. But Mike Evans this week, I think he destroys uh, Detroit. Lots of single high, 11th highest rate since week 17. And Mike Evans, we've talked about it all year. Single high has been his bag, baby. 26% target share, 3.0 yards per route run. If you're playing Baker Mayfield, you can double stack him with one of Chris Godwin or Kate Otten. Uh, Godwin is my favorite out of those two options. And if you want the, the value play of the week, it's Josh Reynolds. He had a hmm. 90% route run rate last week, had a 25% target share, 42% air yard share. And Tampa Bay, we know their secondary has struggled all year, especially against perimeter-wide receivers. So Josh Reynolds, look, I think a lot of different ways to to start building lineups. I'm starting a lot of my builds this week, Joey, with Odell Beckham Jr. and Josh Reynolds, and then I'm building it out from there with those two cheap pieces. Uh, But last guy I'll bring up here, uh, talked about KDOT, and he's in play. Detroit since week 10, 11th most receiving yards, third highest yards per reception to tight ends. Sam Laporte is the
0: best tight end play of the entire freaking slate. Uh, despite the despite the injury concerns for him as well. I mean, because I mean, uh, he was a limited last week. I think.
1: Well, yeah. he was actually not limited. I was
0: surprised how he played eighty percent of the snaps, dude. Yeah, look, it's a matter of is he, you know, a decoy or is he actually you know ready to be Sam Laporte again? I think that's the big question we have here. I think he's ready to be Sam Laporte again, and because
1: if he was more injured or limited than what i because i thought he was going to come out and play 30 40 of the snaps be a red zone guy this dude played 80 percent of the snaps had a 73 percent route run rate so i think that another week from the injury where he played more than i ever thought he was going to play i think we see full or close to full sam laporta this week and it is a fantastic matchup man like since Week, uh, week 17, Tampa Bay has had the 10th highest single high rate. And if it's not been Amon Ra versus single high, it has been semi-ball game. This year versus single high, 22% target share, 2.6 yards per route run. Tampa Bay has been one of the worst defenses in the NFL at, at defending tight ends since week 10. They're allowing the most receiving yards in the NFL, and the most fantasy points to opposing tight end. Sam Laporta is the tight end play of the week.
0: All right, last one here. We've got the Buffalo Bills hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. 45 and a half is the number for this one. Uh, these are two quarterbacks and get out there and run. Obviously, very high-priced quarterbacks, too. So we talked about you know going down to Stroud or Love or somebody of that ilk. But if you want Allen or Mahomes, it's going to be expensive for you. Um, in terms of what you like in this game, too, obviously, I think it's pretty simple right now. Kansas City is Mahomes, it's Kelsey, Pacheco, Rice. Like, you know where the pieces are. Yeah, that could be the one-off, but Rice has been so steady down the stretch here and into the playoffs. And on the Buffalo side, look, I mean, Josh Allen's how you can control the scoring. You know, you just take Josh Allen, and it doesn't matter who it is, if it's Kincaid, if it's Cook, if it's anybody doesn't matter it's going to be josh allen because he's running the football he's running touchdowns he's throwing touchdowns it's all about allen so i imagine a little different situation this week too you know a little bit more pass rush on josh allen than there was last week against the pittsburgh steelers but what are your thoughts on kansas city buffalo and the pieces that you want to pay for
1: i think this game hits the under i'm going to start with that i think so both it was a, a fade then potentially it, it is and I, Josh Allen is on my core playlist. Uh, that'll be live at fantasy but he is not at the top of that list because we have so many other good quarterbacks, high total games, two really good defenses playing Josh Allen on this slate. And I'm not saying not to play him, but playing him on this slate is saying it's faith that Josh Allen is going to do Josh Allen things, which versus Kansas city, he has rolled up a ton of rushing yards in his matchups and especially in the playoffs dude like we're talking about a guy that's hit over 78 rushing yards in the two playoff matchups that he has versus kansas city so that alone like he has the ability to break the slate if you're playing josh allen the two stacking partners i like the most uh i'm full fanning stefan diggs on this slate it's james cook and it's dalton kincaid Dalton Kincaid has been crushing it as of late and especially if you look at since week 17 kansas city Uh, has the highest rate of too high in the NFL, 84% of their snaps Uh, since week 12 against too high. Kincaid has an 18% target share, 2.3 yards per route run. He has been smashing the last few weeks. So if you're playing Allen, that's the way to go. But if you're fading this game and you're not playing Allen, then it's going to be attack the running backs. I think that in a lot of like larger slates, I'm not going to tell you to play two running backs from the same game because correlation sake the the chances of that getting there is not likely but on a four gamer you toss a lot of those rules out so you can get exposure to this game by just playing Isaiah Pacheco and James Cook and saying all the points go to the running backs and I think it's a way to be different in your builds this week uh you talked about Rasheed Rice he's firmly in play if you're playing Allen and you're not playing Cook or Kincaid then it's Khalil Shakir he has been a, And I said, I'm full fading Stephon Diggs because he is going to be shadowed by Legereus Sneed. Legereus Sneed shut him down last time. Followed him on 65% of his routes, only allowed one reception on six targets for nine receiving yards. So I'm not going to mince words. Do not play Stephon Diggs this week. But Khalil Shakir is firmly in place since week 14. Kansas City has allowed the 17th most receiving yards, two opposing slot wide receivers, as well as he's done some good things versus too high, which I talked about with Kansas City, 1.5 yards per route run. So if you're playing Allen, you want to be get, get different, especially in large
0: fields. I think Shakir is a way you can go. All right, so uh, lots of ways you can go with this slate. Real quick, Derek. Would you want to play this in the wraparound, the Saturday and Sunday together? Or ideally, do you want to separate Saturday or Sunday? Is there a way you want to approach it? I think the best way to get leverage
1: on this, uh, on this slate is to play the full four gamer and to get different in some of your spots, like playing Josh Allen or playing CJ Stroud on the two gamers, those quarterbacks are going to be more highly rostered, but in a lot of different aspects, Joey, if you start out your builds with Odell Beckham josh reynolds and one of cj stroud or baker mayfield you're going to be auto different than a lot of the field so i like the
0: four game slate okay there you have it everybody don't forget use the optimizer of fantasypros.com optimizer and download the betting pros app today make sure you subscribe to betting pros wherever you get your pods and don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel too because it's awesome and super fun that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for d bro i'm joey p we'll see you next time kids enjoy the divisional playoffs Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash betting pros.